Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. And just like that, not only was the season over, but sports in general was a wrap. Cinderella's glass slipper didn't seem to fit this madness, although California crowned a new high school champion, the James Gang was hoping for two. While LA's second team thought this season would be a slam dunk featuring two of LA's homegrown heroes. So what's a hooper to do during COVID quarantine? How about working on your game with or without a rim, in the comfort of your own home and the safety of your own home? Ball handling, footwork, and strip conditioning. Because although the world may be on lockdown, next season your game won't be. This is the life of a hooper, and this is Baseline. I'm your host, Parday. Let's get into it. Hey, L.A., what's up? This is Parday. I'm your host of Baseline. And today we're joined by Jordy from Some Kind of Wonderful. He's an L.A. native. He's a Tab Torador. He's a Dodgers, Lakers, and Rams, and everything all L.A. all day. What's up, Jay? What's up, Parday, man? It's so good to hear from you, man, doing all this craziness. How you holding up? Man, it's it. Dude, we, we're good over here. You know what I'm saying? I know, I know you guys are... You know, holding it down over there as well. You and you and uh, you and the misses and, and little and, Teddy, little Teddy. That's and right, little Teddy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Um, how old is Teddy now? He's five. You know, we're we're over on uh, yeah, we're over in the Glendale Hills, actually, man. We East Val. You're holding down the West Val. You know what I mean? That's right. That's right. <laughs> San Fernando. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But five years old. That's a great age, man. I remember that time, you know, very well. When my first daughter was born, I was thought she was gonna be the next like Serena Williams. I had all these big dreams and everything, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course. I had visions of Teddy like playing center field for the Dodgers. My mom used to collect all the old uh, uh, Richard Pryor, Bill Cosby, all the uh, Red Fox, all the all the old George George Carlin. All the great comedians. All the greats. Uh-huh. All the greats, bro. And I remember this thing. It was, uh, it was like, you know, you get, you get the little boy and you get him, uh, you know, you take the little boy, you give him the football. And you, you say, come on, try to run through me. And, and he, he gets up and tries to run through you. And you like, you, you hit him, you knock him down with your elbow. He, he gets back up. You know, you, you got to pick him up. You got to fix him up. And, and then, you know, and then, and then he's playing Little League. And then he's in Little League. He's running, he's running touchdowns. He's, he's making tackles in, in Little League. And then he's, and then he gets it, uh, you know, and then he's like in high school. And then in high school, he's running touchdowns and all the cheerleaders, da, 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 da. Everybody's right. really happy. And then, you know, then he's in college and he's playing college ball. He's a wide receiver now. And he's, <laughs> he's, he's getting touched, he, you know, and the camera's in it. He makes a big touchdown and the camera's right in his face. And he looks right in the camera and goes, hi, mom. You know, that's, that's probably, yeah, man. That's probably what'll happen with me. I mean, I, I, I look at it like, you know, you know, I'll do all the work and she'll take all the credit, but I, I'm fine with that. You know, I just Dude, if, 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 if that's how if that's how it went, that'd be great. I mean, you know, far too many times you see parents just kind of lose it trying to relive their glory days through their kids. And it's just a bad that's a bad look. You know what I'm saying? And all we can do is just like be there, be appreciative. They're having fun and enjoying it, you know, and where we can throw in our advice and, you know, things on training and eating better and things like that. That's all we can do, bro. Yeah. My, my my friend Patrick, uh, you know you know Pity, uh, our friend Patrick Brennan, you know he's an he's an actor and he's out in uh, mm-hmm. he's out in New York now. He moved he moved to New York, and his son okay. his son is all we won't hold that against him. Yeah, we won't hold it against him, but he's all city. <laughs> yeah, and he's got potential. 
I mean, this kid, okay. this kid, you know, if you know Pat, uh, uh, Patrick Brennan, for people that don't know, Patrick Brennan is, is six, 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 seven. You know what I mean? He had, he had the best handles in the world and he, he played for Azusa Pacific out here, but uh, got into some trouble. So he never got a chance to go to the pros, but he was, he was on a lot of lists and could have, and could have, okay. and could have done it. So his son is already at, uh, you know, I think he's about 11 or 12 years old and he's already six, two. When, when, when parents see that potential, I think they go into, they get more serious about it. Um, is mm-hmm. it and, I, and I understand that, you know, you want the best for your kids, and, you know, but you, but you can't lose it. You got to make it fun or else the, the kids are going to resent you in, in the future. Imagine how, you know, these kids are, you know, playing for like a, a big time program like Sierra Canyon, right? So Sierra Canyon, uh, a month ago, won the CIF uh, Southern Regional Championship. Okay. I remember. These kids, these kids on the squad, they are all, I mean, they are all phenomenon talent. You know, they're, they're, they're thoroughbreds. Okay. Um, yeah. I, obviously, you know, everybody's heard about LeBron James and Dwayne Wade's son. Of course. But, you know, we're, we're talking about these kids, this kid, BJ Boston. Yeah. Who's a top notch recruit oh, going to Kentucky. That, those, 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 some of these kids are standouts without LeBron and uh, LeBron's kid. Without with, uh, without exactly. D Wade's kid, yeah, no, I've seen them. I've, I watch the games, man. They're incredible. You see, like LeBron, you know, just watching his kid. It, he's literally passing the torch right in front of us. I know. You know what I'm saying? I know. It's special. And, and you know, Wade was in the news, you know, a couple couple weeks ago, talking about how you know he was disappointed that his kid wasn't getting run, and people were bagging on him, like you know, oh, you know, why you why you getting on the coach? But that's just a natural thing for a parent to want their kid to shine. Any parent would feel that way. Any parent. Yeah. Absolutely, dude. Absolutely. But this, dude, this championship game, last 10 minutes, they were down 13, bro. They just literally turned it around. This kid, um, the kid Zaire Williams, I don't, if you heard about yeah, him. Yeah, I heard about him. Now. Yeah, he's a beast. Dude, he's, him and BJ Boston, I mean, they are I mean, we're going to hear about these kids for a long time. They're they're both like 6'6", six, 6'7". Six, six, they can shoot. They can handle. They play defense. And they still Dude, might hit a this, spurt. They, there still might be a spurt in yeah. them, too. 18, 19. Dude, and they're going to put on some weight, you know? Yeah, man. That's going to be... They're going to get stronger. <laughs> I mean, you even LeBron, you you know LeBron's looking at those kids like, damn, these kids are... <laughs> they're like, they're coming. They're coming. You know and guess what else is coming? That's right. Big announcements from Zaire Williams. Um, but at the end of the day, unfortunately, I can only choose one school. And with that being said, I'll be committing to University of That was top 10 senior Zaire Williams of Sierra Canyon. He committed over this past week to Stanford, uh, the University of Stanford. He's going to be a Cardinal. He's going to be the Cardinals' highest-ranked recruit since 2007. Congratulations to him and his family. Want to stay up on all of L.A. sports? Then make sure you subscribe, tell a friend, and like us. Baseline, right here on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm your host, Parday, and you're rocking with L.A.'s number one sports podcast, Baseline. Yeah, yeah. So I became friends with Jeannie Bus, uh, kind of in the between years after Kobe had left and uh, before they got LeBron. Uh, very dark time for LA uh, Laker basketball, um, and right. we, we became friends. And uh, you know, she 
she had told me, you know, she, she missed Kobe even, even then, you know, she, 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 she used to always tell me, uh, I miss having Kobe here. You know, it's just, it, it just seems yeah. as she felt alone, she missed her dad. She missed Kobe. And, uh, you know, we, we would talk about it. And, uh, you know, I asked her the off season before LeBron signed, I said, you know, what are you going to do? And she's, mm-hmm. and she was like, you know, there might be something in the works. And I was like, okay. are you going to tell me anymore? She was like, no. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> and I'm thinking LeBron. I was thinking LeBron because everybody knew okay. he was a free agent. We all knew that he bought the house in Brentwood. So when I found, finally found out that he was coming, you know, I congratulated her. But I felt, but personally, I felt strange about having LeBron here because I grew Why up. Why is that, bro? Because t- to me at first, now this is just at first, Okay. At first, I felt yeah. strange about LeBron being here because this is Kobe's town, and they've always had that rivalry. Okay, this yeah. is to me, yeah. to me, and to a lot of Laker fans, this would be like Bird playing for the Lakers. You know, after uh, you know, after Magic left. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. You right, know, right, to this right. other generation. I, I mean, I, I get that. You know, I get that. This Kobe's my generation. You know what I mean? Like I. I I grew up in the Kobe Shaq era, you know, he, Kobe and I are the same exact age. So, right. so, you know, he's my hero in a lot of ways. Cause you know, at some point it was, I used to look at it like, Hey man, if Kobe can still do it, so can I, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, if, and I, and I know what you're saying because so many years, so I, you know, growing up with Michael and I talked about this on a previous podcast, um, you know, I grew up with Michael and then when Kobe came into the league, I was like, uh, you know, this guy, all right, he's trying to be like Mike. Right. right. Like, if Kobe had come to Chicago, because there were rumors about that all I you know, remember. a couple of years. I remember that. Um, and I was like, I, I don't think that's a good look because, you know, Kobe has his own brand. Joining us today is Jordy from Some Kind of Wonderful. He's a diehard L.A. fan, born and bred in the City of Angels, and grew up during the golden era of hip-hop, and went to school with one of my favorite West Coast rappers, Ice Cube. And you're probably asking yourself, how does Jordy and Cube end up both being Taft Torridors? Well, during the 80s, there was a big desegregation busing initiative in Los Angeles, um, and that initiative helped bring under kids from underserved communities to more affluent neighborhoods. As a result of this, kids got better educations and they also got to see how the other side was living. During this time, there was also a new art form taking shape, which was hip hop. Now, I just wanna give hip hop its props. It's likely one of the biggest tools to help in race relations ever in mankind. Hip hop allowed kids with no voice they gave them a platform to share their story and communicate what their life was like. Yeah, no, hundred percent. That's, 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 uh, you know, a big reason for, for my taste in music, my taste in clothing was, uh, you know, the, the, the kids that I grew up with. See, I see where I grew up in, in I grew up in Calabasas, Woodland Hills, Canoga park area. Right. right. And over there, mm-hmm. over there, you had, if you live South of Ventura Boulevard, you were rich. If you if okay. if you live north of the boulevard, you 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 you're always looking up at the rich kids, right? So right. So what? I guess I guess I was drawn I was drawn to the kids that were bust in because they they felt like fish out of water like I did. Mm-hmm. Um, so so I I became friends with a lot a lot of those a lot of those 
kids more than more than the kids that you know the kids that were my own race. Um, I, fe- right, I, right. I felt closer to them. I felt like I had more in common with them, and I, and and that's that you know that's how I I came to love the hip hop culture. A lot of my friends that that were coming from busting from South Central and the jungle, you know what I mean. They would come stay at my house, you know, when mm-hmm. when their parent with their mom would kick them out, and a lot of the and a lot, yeah. and a lot of them didn't know their their dad. You know what I'm saying? Because their wow, their, yeah. their father might be locked up in jail, or 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 maybe had just bounced, like early. Right. You know what right. I mean? So so my dad was was you know their their dad. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. and taught them yeah. and taught them you know about uh, you know uh, a, a lot about like our suburban life, uh, which which uh, which a lot of my buddies who are you know they 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 still ask about my dad. You know they still ask about my family. Yeah. Um, that sounds that sounds straight up like some boys in the hood type, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like Furious Styles and everything, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Do you have a favorite uh sports film? Listen, if you're talking about basketball movies, Hoosiers is one of the greatest movies of all time. Uh, absolutely. G- absolutely. Gene Hackman, please come out of out of retirement. You are one of the greatest actors. <laughs> I love Gene Hackman, man. He killed it in that movie. That's such a great movie. Hoosiers is great. Um I, I you know what's a great movie that uh, especially today, today being April fifteenth in Major League Baseball mm-hmm. is Jackie Robinson Day, um, and uh, oh, dude, so f- that's it. That's what's up. Forty forty two is 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 a great forty two great sports movie. And you, and you flip that around, you got twenty four. For your listeners, um, uh, something that I discovered that my son is bonkers about, and it's it's Kobe Bryant's The Punies. Um, and I don't know. Oh yeah, the puny. I, I don't know if a lot of people know about this, but Kobe Bryant uh, had a, sh- a children's podcast show that I'm sure was he was going because he was having such success with it. I mean, the, the reviews were off the hook. People were listening to it. Uh, you know, the, the, a lot of people were listening to it. It was a podcast, and it was these great stories about sports and youth sports. And he was, you know, he was authoring most of them, and then he got, you know, he brought in a writer. He come up with the concept mm-hmm. and then bring a writer in and they were working on it together. Um, he had an art studio. He had a design studio. I mean, his second chapter, you, and I'm, I'm sure everybody's heard this, like, you know, it's so cliche. His second chapter was going to be greater than his first, but it really was becoming shaping up to be a uh, you know, very uh, impactful second career for him. Um, something that, you know, he was passionate about telling stories. Yeah, it's really heartbreaking because because uh, he was really good at it, and my son adores the punies. I mean, listens to it every night in the bath before he goes to bed. You know what else I love and adore from the great Kobe Bean Bryant? His sneakers, which I still cannot get at a reasonable price. And that brings me to L.A. sneaker styles. Okay, I was Netflix and chilling and caught this dope flick called L.A. Originals, featuring Mr. Cartoon, graffiti writer turned legendary tattoo artist. And Estefan Oriel, photographer of all every hip-hop artist ever. Anyway, Cartoon got uh, invited to design a line of Nike Cortez, which is inspiring on many levels for neighborhood kids and kids everywhere. But it made me think, L.A. has three legendary sneaker styles. The Converse, Chuck Taylor, Nike Cortez, and Vans. But which one runs L.A.? Um, So my question to you, being an L.A. native, what's the official L.A. kick? Like, is it... Is it LA gear? <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not LA gear. I actually remember remember I remember I told you I, I, I grew up with a bunch of rich kids. And one of the one of the rich kids that I grew up, he was in high school with me, uh, his dad was the owner of LA gear. Um, 
Oh yeah, yeah. I, listen, I used to rock the LA gears with the little lights in them. They were the first ones to put lights and yeah. <laughs> put lights and sneakers. Yeah. So I used to rock those, but those yes. those are in no way, shape, or form are the official kick of LA. No way. It it really depends on your your zip code or your set. If you're from Playboy's hood, the Mexican hood, Nike Nike yep. Cortez is your LA sneaker. Okay. If you're if you're if you're a okay. crip, if you're a crip and you you know you you're from Long Beach or you're from uh, you know you're from South Central. You know, uh, by a- Avalon right. down there, like in that area, those are Chuck Taylors down there. Converse, where, uh-huh. where people keep a score. Of course, home. I would probably. So where are the vans come in? Uh, what are vans? Oh, the oh, that's that's out by the beach, man. The 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 vans, the vans are out by Venice. Even even the 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 Vato Locos out there rock vans by the beach. You know what I mean? I I guess I would say every section of LA, <clears throat> every. Area code has a different shoe. If, if you're talking about the 818, I'd say probably Vans. Vans or Chuck Taylors for the 818. 213, I'd say Nike Cortez. 323, Jordans. But the 323 is the most recent area code. Right, isn't it? exactly. Yeah, that used to be 213. Ah. That used to be the 213. Right, so, okay. So it really goes by yeah. era. So I see, what, I see what's going but, on. But I, I see what's now going on. Now, if we on. had a bracket, if we had a bracket and it said Vans, Chuck Taylors, Nike Cortez, Jordans, or Kobe's, you know what I mean? Or uh-huh. Nike's. I would say who would come out on top? Who, who you Converse got? Converse All-Stars. Woo! The All-Stars are the, are the right. official shoe of Los Angeles. That All right, is- you heard it here. You heard it here first. We did not, we did not have March Madness, but this right here, <laughs> Jordy's crowning the, the sneaker of LA, the champions, the tournament winner, <laughs> Chuck Taylors, Converse, All Star. Yeah, right? I would say I'd say they, I'd say they defy, they defy era. I say they defy area code. I think it's the, I, I think they're the easiest shoe to slip on and slip off. I think they go with, I think yep. they go with a suit. I think they go with shorts. I think they go with anything. I, I would say that th- that is the go-to sneaker of Los Angeles for sure. And this is the number one go-to podcast for LA for sure. Baseline. I'm your host, Parday, and you're rocking with LA's number one podcast for prep sports right here, only on the Believe Network. You know what I'm saying? Um, but that's pretty, that's pretty dope. I think that's interesting because, you know, again, how we're talking about LA section out and, you know, it had all this cross culture, you know, um, integration and things like that. So I'm really worried about this next stage of, uh, our life in America, in the world, you know, post this pandemic, you know, like, I mean, are we, I mean, when are people going to start flying? Are people going to start just staying, you know, home for a while in their own neighborhoods? Is it going to be really tight? Like, what's it going to be going forward in the future? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What's your thoughts? My thoughts on that are, you know, to be honest, Parday, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm the same as you. I don't. I. I. I'm the same as everybody. I think we're all in the same boat uh, when it comes to that. Um, but it's, if you if you don't mind me adding something about this and and kind of putting a, a positive spin on it, um, this yeah, this yeah. is the first time, maybe ever or since World War II, that the whole world is going through something together and t- yeah, teaching each other empathy. Um, it's gonna te- it's gonna teach. It's going to teach, uh, you know, the, the, the golden rule, you know, one of the golden rules, uh, you know, that what happens to, to 
what happens to one man happens to all men. And this, and this, mm-hmm. this to me, I didn't like where we were headed, to be honest. And, and I'm not saying that I like this pandemic. I, 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 I'm, it made me miserable. No, I, no, <laughs> but, of course. <laughs> it's made me miserable and it's, 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 it's put fear in my heart. Uh, that's something that, that, that I might, that my son may grow up without his parents. If something, if something were to happen. Yeah. Um, and I, and I, and, right. but if, 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 if I can look at the bright side of it, I didn't like where we were headed as, you know, it, it, as a, as a human race. <clears throat> yeah, I feel that. I feel that, man. This is um, kind of, and, and to, to because... me, this is, is a, shuffling of the deck mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and i feel like this is a warning because this could have been a lot worse and i think we all need to start treating each other a little nicer i like the i like the family time i i'm appreciative of that aspect of it i like that you know we started you know cooking and you know being a little more uh conscious about how many paper towels and how many disposable things that we're using and you know just taking for granted um but i and i also like the fact that dude nobody's driving uh we got clean air the air yeah we got clean air yeah air is clear and i you know i I, i've said this to a couple people man i would i would love if this probably probably will never happen but you know i would love if Every year, we had a commemorative two-week work-from-home, be-at-home, said, you know what? We're not driving for these two weeks in memory of this pandemic. Right. That in memory, in memory and of the doctors that lost their lives trying to save others, too. I was reading something, and it was just saying, you know, we could have did this all along. We could have opened this grocery stores an hour earlier for uh, the senior citizens. We could have, you know, shut down... Uh, you know, a couple hours earlier to do a cleanup. We could have, we could have did a bunch of things, and I hope business, you know, doesn't go back to normal. But we do have a normal life. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yo, I'm, I'm, yeah. I mean, this, this is, this is, this is going to teach a, a, everyone a, a, a lesson too. And I, and, and I, I honestly think that this isn't over yet. This, this may be. No, this is I just don't. the beginning of this. Um, so, and you know, we're, yeah. we're all real, real new to all this right now. This is, this is now, this is going to start becoming our normal lives now, you know? And I, I think, and I, I really think mm-hmm. the Asian culture, the Asian cultures, um, you know, the, um, where, where they bow, you know, they were onto something with that. I think that might be our new greeting. I mean, we may either bow or Americans, right. maybe we'll salute each other. I don't, I don't know what it's going to be, but I know, I know handsh- handshakes, um, you know, giving each other the fist, all that, that might be over. LeBron was like, LeBron was like, I, I am not handshaking anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. He was, yeah, no he, even, he even, um, he also came out and God, if we're going to get back on LeBron, let's get back on LeBron because I, 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 I saw he was, he was saying that if he doesn't get to finish this season, he's never going to get over it. Oh, dude. Time's ticking, bro. It's winding down like his hair. Hey, no! <laughs> I, I feel him though because he's going after Kareem. He wants Kareem. Listen, yeah, listen. Dude. He wants one more or two more rings, and 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 he he and, and on the low, I think he's also he he's going after Bill Russell because Ru- Russell. Russell, how many championships did Russell win? Ten. 
Nine? Russ has got eleven. He's not gonna get. He's not gonna. He's not gonna catch. Yeah, Russ. but if he can play it, but if he He'll, can play in eleven and be the all-time scorer, you know what I mean. Even if listen, even if he loses in the finals again, look, look, Mike only played in six and won six. Okay, and that and that and I'm not discrediting that at all. But for this man, this one guy, okay, who never played in college, just. Had had a yep. natural ability and a natural sense for the game to come into the game and do what he has done and taken. I mean, how many championships did he? Ha- I mean, how many how many finals has he played in? Nine at this point. He went to he went to ten straight final appearances. LeBron did, which is yeah, ten straight. I mean, how can you how yeah. can you deny? him anything you have to give this man his respect because and it doesn't matter the era look you can only play who you play you know what i'm saying you can it everybody will say well the the east was so weak when lebron was you know doing all that he can only do what he's doing like comparing him to kobe that's an unfair comparison they their games are so different you know comparing him to michael it's it's a different they're different eras they're different players it's a different Different positions there's no you know yeah, you know, so it's hard to make. All you can say is those kids were great. Those men were yeah. great. Yo, so that's my man, Jordy Towers from Some Kind of Wonderful. Very smart dude, very talented. His song, the remix of California Love by Dr. Dre, opened up the show. Um, and we had a chance to rap about everything. L.A. basketball, LeBron, Kobe. Uh, we talked about L.A. culture and definitely L.A. kicks. And, man, you got some new joints coming up, so... Where can people listen to it, and what are we talking about? It's uh, Acoustic Jams for Quarantine by Some Kind of Wonderful. Uh, it's two songs. Um, one of them I recorded with, uh, with some members from the L.A. Philharmonic. Um, and so there's two songs on it. One's called The Fall. The other one's called E-Break, and it's, it's got that L.A. Uh, that LA feel, man. I'd say, I'd say Sublime-esque kind of feel to it. Um, you know, I stay true to where I'm from. Uh, it's that alternative music uh that 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 uh you know i grew up loving i grew up loving bradley knoll and uh and 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 uh the red hot chili peppers you know what i mean and that's kind of where where i've taken my music so if you're looking for us on instagram we're some kind of wonderful um uh, twitter some kind of wonderful facebook fan page some kind of wonderful and uh, just look it look it up that's not some kind of wonderful that's some kind of wonderful uh check it out this uh we just dropped the ep on monday so uh, check it out. I'm sure. I'm sure your listeners will really uh, appreciate the music. Yeah, man. For baseline, I always say it from baseline to baseline. Hey, um, we're going. Yeah, hey, yo. Uh, we're just taking it there um, again. I'm Parday. This is baseline. And hey, do you believe? All right, we believe in sports. LA sports all day. Thanks again, right, Jay. Brother. You take care. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.